Hello everyone, and welcome to Pops and Hisses, a music podcast where you hear from the artists you love. I'm your host, Kevin Coffey, and in this episode, we have Arenda Fink and Maria Taylor of Azure Ray. Their debut self-titled album was released in 2001. Before that, the duo had been signed to a major label, and the songs for Azure Ray weren't even intended to be released. But eventually they were, and it altered their career trajectory forever. Now they've remastered the album, and they're releasing it on vinyl for the first time, along with a photo book documenting the history of the band. So I talked to Arenda and Maria about forming Azure, writing these songs, and what it was like to revisit everything for this re-release, which is coming out January 16th on Maria's label, Flower Moon Records. Real quick, I want to remind you that you can listen to the Pops and Hisses podcast and find music news, reviews, and interviews at popsandhisses.com. But right now, it's time for Arenda and Maria from Azure. Let's get into it. Thanks for doing this. Um, so just, how have you guys been doing? What's been going on? <laughs> How's everyone surviving? Oh, we're hanging in there. I mean, you know, life is crazy and sucks in many ways, but um, I don't know. Arenda and I have a lot on the horizon and we've, um, I don't know, a lot to be excited about. And yeah, right now it's just election anxiety, like really bad. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm uh, out here in the high desert now, so I'm only about two and a half hours away from Maria, and which is nice. So we've uh, really been able to get work done somehow during COVID, <laughs> most of it remotely, but but we have like tested, you know, a couple of times and, you know, worked under the same roof, which has been absolutely delightful. Um, and yeah, we're just trying to make the best of everything that's happening right now. Yeah. And Arenda, Arenda lives in paradise. It's like the most beautiful, beautiful place on the planet in the desert. So whenever I do go visit her, it's also like an extreme vacation. So it's great. <laughs> it's like Mars, which feels like, like a vacation these days. <laughs> feels far, far away. Yeah, exactly. Yes. <laughs> Is this the closest you two have been physically to each other in a long time? Huh. Um, in a long time, yeah. Yeah, I mean, two hours away seems years. like you guys probably haven't lived that close to each other in a while. Yeah, no, it's not, been a yeah. while. Probably se- seven or eight years. Wow. But yeah, because and then there was a brief time where I was in Birmingham, Alabama, and she was in Athens, Georgia, but that's four hours away. So <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. been really, really nice. If we ever, you know, we need to see each other, it's just a, an easy drive away. For sure. Well, I mean, it's nice to have the technology we have because you can make music remotely it's not that hard to make files and send it but it's i can only imagine it's all the better if you're just in the room together 100 percent. so lately i mean how have you been spending this time um i know maria you have kids so that's a whole other <laughs> thing yeah i mean i feel busier than ever because they they don't have school they don't have activities so you know every day is just like oh god how do I entertain them all day? <laughs> so yeah, I actually feel uh, just way busier than I normally would because I, I get absolute time, no free time for myself or to just a minute to take a breath. Um, so yeah, and, you know, juggling that and working on new stuff with Arenda. Um, it's been challenging, but it's also keeping my mind off of, you know, the apocalypse. that's good yeah (laughs) you guys have been spending uh time making music then lately yeah we well we've we've got two projects in the works and one of them is uh we're 
releasing our first record on vinyl for the first time mm-hmm. that, um, yep. on its 20th anniversary, which is coming up in January. And we um, kind of to commemorate the 20th anniversary, we went through like just thousands of photo- old photographs and things like that and, and put together a picture book that's going to go with it. Um, so uh, that's been really fun. And we had it, you know, re- we had it remastered the record um, and uh, for vinyl and a, mm-hmm. and a new digital remaster. Um, so we've been working on that. And then we've also been working on a new record to follow it up. Very cool. Uh, where are you guys in the process on that one? Well, we kind of want to keep it a little bit of, you know, mystery. Don't sure. want to talk about it too much. <laughs> but um, we've been working on it, you know, for months now. So we're deep in, we're deep in that project. And we're super duper excited about it. Awesome. Had that been planned? Or was that something that came about because well, I know you feel like you don't have any time, but because, you know, there's time now to make music maybe and not be out having to play music all the time. Yeah. And I just think, you know, people we're feeling emotional. I feel like right now, <laughs> um, you know, it's just like the, we're, we're inspired right. to write. And Azure Ray has always been a process, kind of a therapeutic process writing Azure Ray songs. So it definitely felt like this was the time. Yeah. It's been a, a good time for introspection, if nothing mm-hmm. else. <laughs> introspection and heavy drinking. <laughs> 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 and relying on our friendship to keep us afloat like we always do yeah i i yeah i feel the same <laughs> <laughs> a lot of sitting at home and having a drink at the end of the day or two or three <laughs> yeah or whatever whatever <laughs> that day whatever you need <laughs> yeah no one's judging during the covid days you know it's I, like do what you gotta do yeah no one's coming to my house it's not like anybody sees me it's fine yeah Exactly. What my when my kids are asleep, they don't need to know what's going on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the house takes on a different vibe after bedtime, that's for sure. Yeah, totally. Lights come on at 8 30. Yeah. <laughs> uh so yeah, tell me about the re-release. The can you tell walk me a little bit through the process? Um you guys have control of your catalog now, so that lets you kind of do whatever you want with this. But uh I mean, one, it's gotta feel crazy that it was it's been 20 years since that album came out it feels crazy to me and i didn't make it (laughs) yeah it's crazy so how did you how'd you approach this did one of you look in your uh you know like social media memories and go oh no our album came out 20 years ago next year (laughs) maria's husband does that for us yeah (laughs) my husband pretty much runs the label that he and i started um it was my idea and then he he does all the work (laughs) (laughs) so uh he's great about that you know like he has a a calendar where he just is like okay it's the eighth year reunion and the tenth year and so two years ago he was telling us girls you know your 20th reunion is coming up in two years like it deserves to be celebrated and we need to do something special so he's you know he keep he kept reminding us and then once we did get um the rights back to our whole catalog it's just a whole other level of just feeling proud of what we've done and wanting to promoted ourselves and celebrate it and um we got together and went through boxes and found old pictures and clippings and we put together a really cool um photo book that's going to go along with the vinyl and also throughout the years um people keep asking us when this record will be out on vinyl and it Mm -hmm. never it never has been which is kind of crazy so you know we just decided well instead of just doing it 
some random day let's just wait wait it out for the 20th um, anniversary and let's just make let's make a deal out of it that's so cool it's also crazy to think about a time when things nothing certain things did just didn't come out on vinyl <laughs> which is right about when this album came out mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah everything was just it's all about cds and now yeah. i don't even have a way to play a cd anywhere in my house or car <laughs> or anywhere yeah anywhere. i had we had a CD player in my car and then we got a new car <laughs> and I think I can play one like in a DVD player attached to my TV. I think that's about the only option, but who's doing that? You got more options than we do. Yeah. They're funny. Okay. It's crazy. So how much did you revisit the album? I'm um, obviously had to do the remaster, but um, did you guys sit in on that thing or was that kind of sent off to someone to take care of? Actually um, just in a wild turn of events, um, you know, I live uh, in a really small desert town called 29 mm-hmm. Palms. And the the guy that mastered November, the November EP, which was really the second release, we the, the release we did right after that first yeah. record, um, he moved down in down the street with from me because he also was like escaping the city from COVID. Wow. And uh, so we reconnected and, um, you know, we just had him do it. And... <laughs> <laughs> it was like, oh, this is wild <laughs> coming back around um so yeah his name's glenn shook he's really he was he's really great um and he yeah did it just right down the street of course i wasn't in there but um you know we we did revisit the record because we had to listen to it multiple times we had to approve you know two masters mm-hmm. and it's like the we were you know we were talking about the other day it was the first time that we'd really listened through the whole record in, in a really long time and another surprise was when we got our masters back from Warm, our first label. Um, you know, we got the actual reel-to-reel tapes, and mm-hmm. Ryan was looking, and he's like, "Wait, there's an extra song. What is this?" And we we're like, "Holy shit! Like, we forgot that one song didn't make it on the record, so there will be a bonus track that no one's heard that we forgot about." Well, that's cool. <laughs> well, yeah, if it wasn't on the record, and maybe you guys didn't play it that much, I mean. Yeah. I don't think we, we ever played, played it. it. Never. <laughs> we just recorded it and forgot about it. That's funny. What's the song called? Well, it's uh, never but... been released. Okay. I think, so we, don't even, we don't even really have a title. I don't even know. <laughs> we haven't even like officially titled it yet. Yeah, we got to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is it not titled on the record? Or is it only on digital? It's only on digital. Oh, okay. okay. So it won't be on the vinyl. Mm-mm. right on that's yeah that's really funny um <laughs> i know when you wait 20 years you know it's like your memory really starts to fade so it's amazing all the little gems we found you know like pictures and clippings and songs it's just like wow no recollection yeah, t- of this tell me about the photo book i mean that must have been really wild because it covers kind of not just that time right it's uh like the last 20 years or so correct actually longer we actually went all okay. the way back to like little red rocket days where yeah, okay. i was 16 or 15 so um that was what like i don't know 29 so it's like photos from the last 28 years that's wild mm-hmm. it's really <laughs> wild <laughs> lots, lots of different was... hair colors yeah, oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> man that'd be that's almost like looking at your high school yearbook in a way, except probably more fun and a lot cooler. (laughs) (laughs) 
I know I had to just let go of my ego because I'm just like dear god why was anyone even friends with me like I look <laughs> so awful and I mean the things I wore my hairdos everything I'm like I must have been very nice <laughs> we were nice we were not fashionistas though no <laughs> I, you guys I probably just, thought you like, weren't but you, here you are in a band everyone's looking at you thinking you're super cool so you were probably fine <laughs> Well, wait, like till they, wait till they wait till they see this book. Yeah, I was looking <laughs> at my hair also, and I realized too. But a big is we didn't have enough money back then for a hairdresser, so we just chopped on our own hair. So I think that was a big problem. I'm still doing that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, COVID problems. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, that the photo book sounds really really cool. It was fun to put together. It really was a trip down memory lane. <laughs> so, because we're talking about this album and how long ago it came out, but yeah, you were and you were talking about Little Red Rocket. You guys met each other like in high school, right? Originally, mm-hmm. yeah. And then, can you take me kind of from the end of Little Red Rocket to then coming back together and forming Azure Ray? Because that was that would have been a few years later. Um. Well, we were in Athens, Georgia. And Little Red Rocket was just a really, you know, fun party band where we would just play loud and scream and, you know, get drunk. And it was just super fun. And then um, one show, we were in Atlanta. And on our way back, my boyfriend at the time, his name was Peter, he died of a drug overdose in the van with us. And um, it was just, you know, a I don't know, pivotal time in our lives where everything from that moment on changed and our perspectives on life and music and friendship. I mean, it just changed everything. And so we couldn't go back to playing those songs and being in that band. Right. Um, and so we, uh, you know, I was living with my boyfriend at the time. So from that day on, I moved in with Arinda. And these were just the songs that we wrote that first record. Um, it was our therapy and it was getting us through that I mean we were so young we were 23 and um so we really had no intention of even releasing them and then we played them at our memorial show and a friend who owned a label came up to us and just said you know these songs are beautiful would you guys you know could we put them out can we record them and I'll put them out on my label and we thought about it and then you know I don't know I guess eventually we were like yeah maybe these could help other people that are going through the same kind of loss or any kind of loss mm-hmm. and so that is how azure was born so i mean that album was really well received so was that really was that a surprise <laughs> these albums that you or these songs that you kind of made and for yourselves and or your friend or your friends to then be people responding so well to them yeah it was it was a <laughs> I mean, that's an understatement that it was a surprise. I mean, with, <laughs> with Lord Rocket, I mean, we had uh, we had gotten signed by Geffen Records early on and mm-hmm. um, we, we never put out a proper major label debut, but we put out a, a kind of like a developmental record with them, they called it. Um, and right. then we did it, a record on our own and uh, with the Red Rocket and we kind of always figured we'd go back to a major label, you know, once we kind of got our bearings after Geffen and, and, you know, just being on Geffen and being in a pop rock band, it was all about like getting you famous, you know, making you huge. And like, right. so and we never quite achieved that with Little Red Rocket. So it was like this strange kind of 
bitter irony that that you know this record kind of born out of out of this grief um, would somehow be the the record that was way more popular than <laughs> the band that everyone was trying to make successful. When you say Maria, it was kind of a mindfuck. Yeah. Definitely. And we were saying the other day also that, you know, there wasn't internet back then. We didn't have computers. We didn't have, we had one telephone between the two of us. That, <laughs> right. You know, yeah, I had no, there was no internet on it. So um, we also weren't even really aware until we would travel and play these shows and they started to fill up and fill up. And so that's how we, we were surprised along the way, you know, it wasn't just like, wow, all of a sudden, because there was no way for us to know. So yeah. Until so, so we got to the clubs. Yeah. yeah. And then they would be sold out. And we're like, what? You know, <laughs> like, how? Oh no, these songs I wrote for myself, I now have to play in front of. And it was emotional. <laughs> I mean, we would cry. I still get teary eyed and have to hold back from crying a lot of times when I play November to this day. Mm-hmm. But back then they were very raw. And not only would we get, you know, emotional, like people in the crowd could definitely feel it and they would cry. So it was really like a beautiful experience to share with people at the shows. And they were always so respectful and quiet and just like it was it was an experience for us as well. So what was it like going back do you still have, you said you do on, on some of those songs, but what was it like going back and listening to that album? I mean, now several times during the remastered process. What's it like to listen to those songs now? Um, I, sound, I sound like a chipmunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Our voices are definitely higher pitched. Um, <laughs> a lot of years of living since that record, but uh I, I guess I always just kind of marvel at Eric Bachman's production on that first record. I mean, I don't think he really knew what he was getting into at that time and hadn't, hadn't done anything quite like it, but he, he just captured this really beautiful world in, in just kind of always, I don't know. I kind of get lost in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Did you just know him from um, being around Athens? Yeah, so Brian Causey from from Warm was friends with him, and oh, okay. he's the one that uh, approached us at Peter's Peter's Memorial Show. Um, you know, with the idea of, of recording the songs and putting them out on Warm, and and he suggested uh, Eric Bachman to produce it. And we didn't know Eric at all. We hadn't listened to Archers of Love, or we just were pretty you know indie rock illiterate at that time. <laughs> and we, and so, I love too that how we or no, we just said yes, not never hearing anything he'd done. Like we always do that. You know, we would just say yes to any idea if anyone had it. You know, we're like, okay, sure. But yeah, we had not no idea. This could have been a heavy metal production for all we knew. We just said sure. And he did it and it was fucking amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Well and you guys worked with him a bunch more and then he ended up putting out a his own album on Saddle Creek and stuff. So yeah, kind of mm-hmm. yeah. interesting. Yeah, we kept asking him until he finally just said no. <laughs> 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 He's like, I'm done. I've had enough of you girls. Yeah, like, we, we can't keep doing this for girls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so... Yeah, so I did want to ask, so now you get to release the album, you get to release it on your own label, which is really nice. What's that been like having uh, control over that whole catalog? You can, Not like, you know, it, any label you were that had the rights to them was holding it over you or something, but now you can kind of be creative and do this sort of stuff with it. Is that fun? It's so much fun. I mean, yeah, we can do anything we want 
and and we're just really proud of them so we want to showcase them you know there's so many songs and records that have kind of gotten lost throughout the years and we're excited to bring them back into the light and to celebrate all the work we've done mm -hmm. yeah it's 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 a it's a great feeling it, it you know and just to have everything together kind of like yeah, it's like Ray and solo, like basically everything that me and Maria have ever done um, outside of just a few, few small things is, is now has one home and it's with us and it feels great. It feels so right. Yeah, that's great. For it to end up that way. You know, it was a journey along the way and we love Saddle Creek and we love Warm and it's just, um, but yeah, that they've all landed home back to us. It's a great feeling. Yeah, that's really cool. So I know it's always, it's right now, everything's up in the air, especially when it comes to touring and stuff, but are, do you guys have any intention to maybe play next year, uh, play this album? Maybe I don't think there's going to be shows. I don't <laughs> yeah. think so next year. I wish, but I feel like it'll be virtual mm -hmm. shows yeah. for a while. I don't foresee much going on next year. Yeah. A lot of people, even in the clubs here, are scheduling stuff for April and May. Uh-uh, no way. And basically saying, yeah, and we'll probably cancel. <laughs> right. So. That, yeah, it seems like I've seen that several times along the way. And I'm just like, save yourself the work. <laughs> I know. Right. Like, just wait. You're going to have to keep canceling it. I mean, I guess it gives us hope that things will be better. <laughs> but yeah, it, hope is good. Sadder. It just becomes more sad when it gets postponed again. Exactly. Whatever it is. <laughs> it's crazy. It's so crazy. Yeah, we, you know, we had discussed about, you know, potentially waiting to put the new record out till COVID was done, quote unquote, or, you know, people could could tour again, but we just don't see, I, I think it's, you can't predict the end, like it's not in sight. So we just would rather put out music that we're making than, you know, try to wait for some. And people need it right now. I mean, yeah. we need music and tv shows when I mean, we're all stuck at home like at least we could have some entertainment mm -hmm. so yeah yeah and i for one if you guys decided to do a streaming show <laughs> would think that was cool <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, i would definitely do that yeah i want to do one from arenda's front porch so you guys can all get a little taste of paradise <laughs> <laughs> that'd be fun that would be fun very cool well that is most of the stuff I wanted to ask. Uh, Maria and Aranda, thanks so much for taking the time for me today. I really appreciate it. I'm looking forward to yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for listening to Pops and Hisses. Subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast app or head to popsandhisses.com where you can listen to the podcast and find more music news, reviews, interviews, and what else, more podcast episodes. I'm your host, Kevin Coffey, and you can follow me on Twitter as at OmahaMusicGuy, or find my page on Facebook by searching for Kevin Coffee. My last name is spelled C-O-F-F-E-Y, by the way. Thanks to Herdat Media for producing the show, and I encourage you to check out Herdat's network of podcasts such as my friends Pat and JT, who tell great and funny stories, or Meathead Test Kitchen, where they talk about food and fitness. Find them all at herdatmedia.com slash network. That's H-U-R-R-D-A-T media.com slash network. Thanks for listening. See you next time.